Porky, mate. It's the fourth and short podcast. It's Steve Irwin Day. Can you believe it? Would you look at the size of that thing? But it's also National Clean Out Your Fridge Day. And so today the boys are going to be cleaning out some stinky teams. Quirky, it's week 10. Welcome to the fourth and short podcast. You're thinking it and we're saying it. Here are your hosts, Jason, Matt, and Trent. All right. <clears throat> Excuse me. Welcome in to the fourth and short podcast, the week nine part two. I mean the week ten edition of the fourth and short podcast. It is I, the self-proclaimed and apparently tied up Steeler fan, Jason Felt. Along with me, the Crimson Cowboy, Trent Hemphill. Hey, we are without the third member of our trio. The Cheesehead of the South is otherwise occupied at this moment. He shall return to take his spot as a part of this crew next week. And uh, shout out to the great Steve Irwin, the legend on this Steve Irwin day. Thank you for that cold open. Uh, Trent, how's it going, bud? Uh, it's good. Um, my voice is a little hoarse. Uh, <laughs> a lot of, lots of yelling yesterday. Uh, yes. I, was, I was at the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cowboys Falcons. So, I mean, that's the best, that's the best football game I've ever been to, uh, as far as, um, you know, what, what you want to see. I mean, there were rushing touchdowns, passing touchdowns. There were sacks. There was, a blocked punt for a touchdown. There was an interception. There were three interceptions. Uh, so I'll, I'll get more into it, but um, it was it was good. It was a good day. Um, so, you know, and all, it's always good to spend time with family too. So. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You said that uh, for the family members you went to, it was all of their first first Cowboy game? Yep, all, all of their first games. Yeah, there you go. You can't beat that. It's get a big big win bounce back win for the cowboys and to do it with family so man way to go well welcome in everybody it is the week 10 edition um although it certainly for a lot of it felt like week nine as uh we were watching games this weekend some crazy things happened we'll get into all of that i'm pretty sure that uh we've had like a full moon for like the last week and a half or something because that's <laughs> i don't know how else to explain so much of this uh, but uh, we are going to get into all those games. As you heard in the open, it is National Clean Out Your Fridge Day. We are getting to the point where these national days, these holidays are just getting ridiculous. So here is, today is November 15th as we record this. Here are the other national holidays of today. Uh, as we said, it's Steve Irwin, Irwin Day, excuse me. It's also National Drummer Day, as in drummer, band drummer. National Recycling Day, so public service announcement. Get your recycling in the bin. Uh, National Raisin Brand Cereal Day. That's disgusting. (gasps) You're not a Raisin Brand guy? I'm not a Raisin guy. Raisins are freaking gross. Oh, my goodness. How how terrible. Just Uh, just eat a grape. Just eat a grape. Oh, raisins are so good, especially paired with pumpkin or carrot cake. Oh, man, so good. Uh, It's... National Bunt Cake Day. Now I can so. get down on some Bunt Cake. <laughs> Have you gone to that store, the Nothing Bunt Cake 
place? Uh, yeah, Daniel had one for his birthday last year. It's pretty good. Is it good? I haven't been there yet. I've seen them several times. Several people have recommended I haven't been there. Uh, yeah. It is Odd Socks Day. So for those of you that have got that extra sock that lingers from the wash. Dude, I just bought some uh, while I was in Texas. I went to uh, Ross. I do my, my sock shopping at Ross. Can't go wrong. They always have like, you know, that company Odd Socks. Like yep. they always have really good pop culture. Mm-hmm. Um, and I found a few Hey Arnold socks a few years ago. And I was a big Hey Arnold fan when I was a kid. But for a lot of people that probably don't, I don't know if you remember. Do you remember the show Rocket Power? Oh, vaguely. It was on Nickelodeon. It was about these four kids that like just skateboarded. And and I mean, they, they, you know, they played hockey, all kinds of stuff. Uh, well, I went to Ross and I found some rocket power socks and i was like man i didn't even know that other people knew this show existed (laughs) so yeah i bought those hey can't go wrong there um we have also uh, this week is geography awareness week so you need to figure that out um and also it's book week in scotland so if you're scottish and in scotland listening make sure you read a book this week so uh we'll get into all these games just a second if you don't already make sure that you follow us on instagram at fourth and short uh on instagram we've got some polls up in our stories including and not limited to are the titans for real yes or no what teams do you think will be in the super bowl what was the craziest thing that happened this week and uh is scam newton back we'll let trent talk about that (laughs) oh we're gonna keep on going all right uh let's get into all the games tonight first and ten all right we have got a lot of games with all the craziness to get into and so let's do it today we're gonna start on thursday night and week nine continued into week 10 as the miami dolphins beat the baltimore ravens 22 to 10 just like everybody saw that going down six three at halftime i've been saying it you know a couple of weeks ago when you weren't on the show i actually was thinking thinking i think uh I think Stafford just threw in a, a pick six, by the way. Oh. Yeah, pick six, Stafford. Nice. Um, I was thinking about re- telling Lamar Jackson that I was sorry, but then I came to my senses and I realized <laughs> that I will never apologize to him because he's always going to show us who he really is. And when he stinks, they're not good. Oh, yeah. That was bad. And a lot of that was on Lamar. What I don't get is Miami played the same defense the entire game and ran the same play every game and blitzed the safety every play, and nobody could figure out what to do with it. Nobody I, could figure out what to do with it, it. This week showed me that it's hard to win in the National Football League. It's incredible. It's, just, it's, a weird, it's a weird season, but that's what it boils down to. These guys are all professionals. They get paid to win. So they're going to go out there and win or tie. (laughs) Yes. Um, So I I think, you know, just like the Jaguars, they beat the Bills. Are they better than the Bills? No, absolutely not. 
are the Dolphins better than the Ravens? No. I mean, are the Bron- are the Eagles better than the Cowboys who got shellacked by the Broncos and then they go out and beat the Broncos? Like, no. That, that, it's just what it is. It's a professional sport. And people go out and do their jobs some weeks and some weeks they don't. This week, Lamar Jackson completely failed at doing his job. That's true. Well, well, you're never getting an apology out of me, buddy. <laughs> well, speaking of going out and doing your job, uh, Josh Allen did his, and the Bills took care of the Jets 45-17. to 17. Um, Yeah, that, that's what we call a bounce back after you lose to the Jaguars. But if I you're going to do it. The, the story of this game is Stephon Diggs. Like, he finally, like, yeah. Because um, it still wasn't the greatest game from Josh Allen. I mean, it was a good game. But, um. Yeah, the Bills, they got right back on track. So Yeah, yeah, nothing nothing else to speak of. Uh, Mike White, so much for that love story. Four picks. There are some dumb people. Like, I don't get – I don't back, know. Back to Zach Wilson. I, my, I mean, and Matt's going to be like, I told y'all. I know he is. But guess is. what, Matt? All Jason and I said is you stick with the hot hand. We didn't say Mike White is the hot hand or would story. be the hot hand. So not like his Patriots pick that he didn't make. Hmm, that's exactly right. Good call. Uh, another head scratcher, the Washington football team beat the Buccaneers 29-19. to Bruce Arians called his team a dumb football team. I mean, when you lose to a team without a mascot, that's... Yeah, it's pretty bad. Uh, so basically what we've seen in this is Tyler Heineke is Joe Montana when he plays the Buccaneers and... Uh, replacement level player when he plays everybody else. So that that's what that's your takeaway from this game. This is another one of those like losses, though. Like when you win the game, but you really lose, for, especially for Washington football team. Um, I mean, they lost last year's defensive rookie of the year. Um, McLaurin got injured in this game too. Yeah, so so go from bad to worse as far as your defense, uh, your offense. I, I don't know. Maybe they just have Heineke just has the Bucks number like the Saints have Tom Brady's number. I don't Maybe. Know. Yeah. Um, all right. So this is this is your game here. Uh, Cowboys, another big, huge bounce back after losing to the Broncos last week. They destroy the Falcons in Jerry World, forty-three to three in the Dan Quinn revenge game. So I fully expected a shootout. I expected this to be a high-scoring game, which it was, but it was very one-sided. Uh, like I said, I was there. Um, uh, I, I mean, I really don't. I mean, Micah Parsons is making a play for defensive player of the year, oh, yeah. not rookie. I mean, the dude had another tackle for loss, another sack. Um, and Matt Ryan's a guy who doesn't take a lot of sacks. He, he's usually pretty smart. He doesn't turn the ball over a ton. But we're talking Anthony Brown got a pick. Jordan Lewis got a pick off of an Anthony Brown deflection. Uh, Trayvon Diggs had an acrobatic catch for an interception. I Like, that defense came to play for Dan Quinn. I think that the emotions were probably high going into this game. Um, they gave the game ball to Dan Quinn after the game. Uh, I mean, just just all around, like, that was the most complete football game I think I've ever seen. Like, on all sides of the ball by the Cowboys, the offense. Uh, and, I mean, it was one of those, like, 
yeah, we went for it on fourth down last week and we didn't get it. But this week, we don't care. Like, we're going to do the thing because we're, we're those guys. Like, yeah. we're going to do it. Um, so I think it was a statement for sure. And I think they, I mean, like I said, it's hard to win in the NFL. It might even be harder to win by 40 points. Um, so kudos to the Cowboys for riding the ship. Uh, got a tough game out coming up, though, so can't, can't bask in it for too long. Yeah, got the Chiefs coming up, so uh, the true medal of the Cowboys will will come uh, into question there. Uh, Titans beat the Saints 23-21, to courtesy of two missed PATs and a false start and a two-point conversion for the Saints. Uh, so Tennessee, let's talk about Tennessee just for a brief moment. This is not a reaction, but I just want to get your opinion. Tennessee has wins this year against Kansas City, whatever that is, Buffalo when they were playing well, the Saints now, the Rams, the Colts twice, and Seattle. Is Tennessee the best team in the AFC? I'm still going to say no. Um, and I, I – not a knock on Tennessee. They're playing really well. They're riding that defense really high. Tannehill's a guy that does not make a lot of mistakes. Uh, kind of like a Matt Ryan. Like, he's talented, but he I just don't think he's that guy that can take you over the hump. Yeah. Um, and the loss of Derrick Henry, while it's not showing now, it it will start to come in into more, like, clarity as I think the games move on. Um, I agree. And the Colts are playing better and better. It feels like every week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that they, the Titans have already beaten them once, but uh, I re- like twice. I heard they, 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 they did beat them twice. That's right. Um, but yeah, I think the Titans still win that division probably. Um, but I just I can't I can't give them the, the top spot in the AFC. Yeah, I would agree with you. It's I don't think that we know who the best team in the AFC is right now. I mean, basically, you could put every single of those top division winners or playoff hunting teams into a hat, and you could pull them out one week, and you could make a case for one, and then pull a different one out the next week and make a case for that one. There's just yeah. so much parity. It, 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 I agree with you. I think the Saints don't have enough weapons. They have A.J. Brown right now, and he's not doing much. And so sooner or later, that defense that – certainly is not as good as they're playing. I mean, where, where, I did this, like, where did this come from? I feel like that's um, that's what's lacking in the AFC right now is offense. Like, you've got all these good defenses, but there's not really any, like, dynamic, you know, high-powered offenses, per mm-hmm. se. I know that's kind of typically how it is in the AFC. Yeah. But. it's even, I, It's just even more obvious this year. At least right. there's no consistency in it. Because, I mean, Kansas City proved – I mean, Mahomes throws for five touchdowns last night. Ravens can. Uh, Colts obviously can. Um, Bengals can. But nobody's playing consistent. Honestly, if we're talking best team in the AFC, though, like, to me, right now, it's either the Patriots or the Chiefs. I mean I, – I would agree with that. I think that – I think the Patriots had the best defense maybe in the NFL. And – the Chiefs, I think they figured it out. So their defense is still going to hurt them because they do not have a defense. Um, but 
I saw a thing that said when Mahomes threw a left or completed a left-handed pass, you knew it was going to be that night. <laughs> yeah, for real. Uh, well, we'll come to the. I'll, I'll, I've got something to say about the Chiefs. It's interesting about the Titans. I'll say one more thing, and then we'll we'll move on. The Titans have two losses this year. The first week was to the Cardinals. Other ones to the Jets. Go figure. It's the NFL this year. Yeah. Um, Colts beat the Jaguars twenty-three to seventeen. Now this game got a whole lot closer than it needed to. Colts had a seventeen nothing lead after the first quarter, and just completely took their foot off the gas. But. Jonathan Taylor is for real. Yeah, I mean, I'll agree with that. Yeah. He finally caught up to Derrick Henry, though, in the, the rushing lead. Tied him exactly. They both have 937 yards. Still has, later. still has like 100 less carries and less touchdowns. It's funny. All right. Uh, in the most disgusting game that we'll talk about today, the Steelers managed to somehow fumble away a chance to win and tie the winless lions in overtime 16 16 uh, i the most ridiculous game i've ever watched four minutes of because that's all i saw of this game just everything that happens like oh that figures oh that figures ben's out in this game mason rudolph has to play god help us whoever thought that that guy was the future of the steelers they need to be fired and never allowed to work another job in their life because they they're terrible. So, uh, but Hey, lions are undefeated in November by week, last week, tie game this week. And they're not going to go. Oh, and 17, not Oh, and 17, Oh, 16 and one though. Maybe we'll see. I don't think they'll win one. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's talk about those Patriots 45 to seven over the Browns. 45 to 7 over the Browns. The only thing I have to say about this. Yes. Matt did not pick the Patriots to go to the playoffs. He did not. Don't let anybody else tell you otherwise. I went back and listened to the episode, and he never changed it. Thank so you. Thank you. He picked the Dolphins. Yep. And I picked the Patriots. Yes, so, you did. In fact, that might have – I don't remember uh, – was that the same week? No, it was the next. I think the next week or two weeks later that I went on a rant about why Mac Jones was good, and he's and I finally convinced him. I think um, because he was a Mac Jones hater. Oh yes, he he was a Mac Jones hater. Well, can can we just say that of all the rookie quarterbacks in the NFL, Mac Jones is the only quarterback to have a game with a hundred QBR rating. A quarterback rating so far this year and he's had five of them yes five so three touchdowns yesterday uh he is he is doing exactly what he needs to do to win games for the patriots and at this point they're going to challenge the bills for that division yeah they, they, they are really going to they are going to challenge the bills for that division so we'll see what happens there browns are doing browns things as we expected them to do so uh, and speaking of doing things as we expect them to do, the Chargers found a way to charger a game away. They lose to the Vikings 27 uh, to 20. Um, yeah, I've got Justin Herbert on my fantasy team. Thank you for trading him to me. And 
I will get a win, but not because of him this week. So, Justin Jefferson, big game. There, you gave me Josh Allen the week he had <laughs> I know. It worked out so well. Hey, I've gotten two two wins, back-to-back wins, baby. Things are looking up. All right, Scam Newton's back, and in this game, he scores three touchdowns, 34-10. to 10. The Panthers win over the Cardinals. Cardinals are without Kyler and D-Hop still. Uh, just don't look good at all. They're not. They're not good at all. Yeah. Their defense like got all this hoopla before this game, and they were like, "Oh, they're number one in this. They're number one in this." The Cowboys' defense was the same way a few years ago. Like they were so their defense looked better because they would get so far ahead in games that teams couldn't run the ball. Yeah. And that's kind of what the Cardinals have been doing. But the Cardinals' defense. I mean, come on, dude. Cam Newton threw a touchdown. Two touchdowns against you. Two. Two. Count them. Two. Cam Newton, a dude who threw five touchdowns in his home stadium all of last <laughs> season, threw two touchdowns against you in one game. Yeah. Yeah. You should be ashamed. Be ashamed. Look. Christian McCaffrey, he's ramping back up. He looks good in this game. Over 150 yards from scrimmage. Um, Eagles take care of the Broncos 30-13 to in this game. Devontae Smith with two touchdowns. Um, Teddy Bridgewater with a Cam Newton-esque attempt at a tackle or, or lack of an attempt, I should say, um, after a pick. And so, uh, yeah, Broncos, they're, they're going to they're gonna muddle. They're going to muddle around 500. Um, we don't have them here to react to this, but the Cheeseheads Packers win 17 to nothing over the Seahawks. That game Some, what's that? That game was ugly. Oh, it was terrible. It was three nothing into the fourth quarter. And and I'm I'm kind of glad Matt's not here because I'm gonna say this. I'm sick of Aaron Rodgers, dude. I'm sick of him, man. Like <laughs> I hope that he retires and goes and play and becomes a Jeopardy host. Because one week I don't know. I one week he like almost loves to villainize himself. Then he apologizes for it. Then he, and then all the hoopla in the off season. And then, and then, to, and then he cries after this game. <laughs> oh, sorry. He didn't cry. He got misty. Misty. Like, dude, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm just, he's a different person every week. So he either has some kind of mental disorder or I don't know. It's okay to not be okay, Aaron, but just decide who you're going to be. Um, but the Packers looked awful. Their defense looked good. Their I think defense good. looks looks legit. But that might also be because the Seahawks offense is That's also terrible. Also true. Russell Wilson, whoever Seriously. cleared him to come back was yeah. also should be fired. I don't I don't know. Russ's first shutout of his career. Yep. You know, I I don't know. I this game was ugly. From the get go, I don't, I don't think there's even even much to say. Aaron Rodgers didn't even throw a touchdown. No, no, there's not. The only thing is to say, Aaron Jones goes out with an injury in this. He's going to miss a couple of weeks with a sprained MCL. Yeah, AJ Dillon. I was just, I was just about to say, are we, are we going, are we going to see a shift here? Is this now AJ Dillon's backfield? I mean, I think we were already seeing a shift um, because as a as a runner, AJ Dillon is far more dominant. Yes. Uh, but Aaron Jones has that that catching ability that is is a lot better. Um, yeah. 
But I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, we'll see. All right. And then uh, Sunday night game, the Chiefs. I'm going to say they bounce back. They have a get-right game. But, again, it was against the Raiders. The Raiders are done. Uh, just, just stick a fork in them. They done. What did I say last week? I know. I know. I never doubted you. Every season. We've had this discussion already this year at least once. The Raiders do it every year. This year it was just expedited because of all the other mess they've had to deal with off the field. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, feel, I feel bad for them as an organization. Yes, for sure. But I feel bad for Derek Carr. When your, uh, owner has, when your owner has a haircut like that, what do you expect? <laughs> what do you expect, Raiders fans? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Patrick Mahomes, 406 yards, five touchdowns, a 127.6 passer rating. So No interceptions. That no was inter- that's the key. They No turnovers. So big game for Mahomes and the Chiefs. All right, well, that is all the games in week number 10 that have already taken place. Uh, Monday night football going on right now. Uh, It's uh, 11.30 in the second quarter. 49ers up 14-7 after that Matt Stafford interception. So we'll see what happens to that one. Let us react to this week. Second and long. All right. Um, do you, you want to go or do you want me to go? I've got one that uh, shouldn't take too long, but it might get a little heated. Mm. I mean, the easy one for me to react to is the one that I was there for. Yeah, well, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Talk, talk about the game. Tell us about your experience as someone who was able to be at the game. See so, obviously, the eyes of the fan. obviously, you don't get to see as much um, as far as like close up because, you know, I mean, we had good seats. We were in like the second level. Uh, we were in the corner. So we had really good seats. Um, but you, man, when you're in live, when you're there live, you get to like see the field like open up. It's so cool. Like you can see the blocks and the big giant holes they create or, you know, how fast the pocket's actually collapsing. And, and it's just crazy. But um, the experience was great, obviously. Um, uh, quick note, uh, the guy who touched the ball last week in the Denver game that let Denver get that blocked punt back actually is the one who recovered the blocked punt in the end zone for a touchdown this week. There you go. So, Redemption. That's some poetic justice right there for that <laughs> guy. Um, I don't even know if it's justice for him, but uh, yeah, that was just great to see. Uh, like I said earlier, the most complete game I think I've ever watched, uh, you know, special teams, defense, offense. Uh, and the defense did that to, uh, I mean, smothered a Falcons offense that is not bad. I think they've proven that. I didn't hear Cordero Patterson's name once. I know he did get hurt, but, I mean, the defense was swarming for Dan Quinn. Um, this, but that's not the game I want to react to. Sorry, okay. I, I cracked up a little. Um, <laughs> the, game, the game I want to react to is – and. Uh, I want to react to the Patriots and the Browns. And obviously one of my things getting thrown out of the fridge is Baker freaking Mayfield. (laughs) I have him on my list. 
But I want to react to Mac Jones. And Matt, just letting you know, you got a pending indictment and two of them have to do (laughs) Two of them have to do with the Patriots. So, um, I like, I don't, man, Mac Jones has a future in New England. As long as Belichick's there, as long as they can keep that defense, like, they're not going to score 45 points a game. That they, they can't do that um, because their offense isn't that good. But everybody said, oh, this is going to be a perfect system because he's just going to dink and dunk. Mac Jones has, like, an excellent completion percentage for passes 20 yards down the field. Yep. I think it's like top like five in the NFL. Um, he's playing very good, smart football. Yes. At the beginning of the year, he had the turnovers. Um, but right now he has people legitimately talking about the Patriots being a super bowl contender, not just making it to the playoffs as a wild card, but I mean, with that defense and a smart quarterback, yep. I mean, you got you got all the pieces, and I mean, you can't forget Belichick, obviously, and that's why I picked the Patriots to do so well, is because of the coach well, that was there, and I have faith in Mac Jones coming in. But the the real story here is the the people that are Baker believers, like y'all are idiots. The Browns organization, idiots. I like, I've been screaming since they took that dude number one overall. Stupid. Like they should have wasted their next year's pick on a different quarter. Like <laughs> that dude is so sorry. And yeah, he's injured. Boo freaking who. If you're injured, get out of the game. If it's affecting your game, get out because you're not helping your team at that point. Baker Mayfield is only doing that because he's selfish. Like if he wanted to get paid this offseason, honestly, he should say I'm too hurt to play because then they can't see how bad he is. And he can't play himself out of a contract. This dude had 73 yards passing in a game. In a total game, he had 73 yards passing. That is, for a guy who was taken number one overall, who is still the starting quarterback despite having a broken – doesn't he have something broken in his shoulder? Like he has a fracture in his shoulder. Like, like, come on, dude. Baker, if you really cared about your future and you don't want to be a perennial backup, which you will, I'm calling <laughs> right now, like you will be the next uh, Colt McCoy who, oh, coincidentally, is better than you. Um, <laughs> I Like you will be that guy who goes from team to team to team. Trevor Simeon, uh, who's another guy? Case Keenum. That's your future, Baker, because that's all you'll ever amount to because you're not good. You have a great defense in the Browns, and you sh- and it doesn't show. Yes, they they, they just ha- did just have a forty five burger hung on them. <laughs> but your offense is constantly on the sideline. Your defense can't keep up. I mean, that is pretty much a given. So, my reaction is the fact that calling the Patriots legit is not an overreaction, and calling the Browns sorry is also not an overreaction. <laughs> I think that the Browns are going to finish dead last in their division. Yes, yes. After both of you picked them and to last win that week, division. And last week, I said that they would still make the playoffs. And I, <laughs> they would still, dude, after this week, no way. Uh, there is no way. Unless uh, I, feel, they, I feel so vindicated. Mm. 
unless they bench Baker Mayfield and like call Carolina and say, Hey, can you cut cam so we can sign him? <laughs> wow. That is how Did bad. I, just hear, I just hear you say you would take cam over Baker. I would rather take a paper bag. I think <laughs> there's the bag of chips. Where's the bag of chips. That's what we want. But seriously though. Like Baker. Sorry. The, the Browns are wasting Miles Garrett. Like, oh my goodness, that yes. dude clearly only cares about money, which is also the only reason Odell Beckham went to uh, Los Angeles. Um, but yeah, that I I don't know, man. The Mac Jones is the truth. I said it from day one. Uh, I still think Trevor Lawrence is better talent wise. He just got put in a very very bad situation. Yes. Um, but they're 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 getting the Jaguars are getting better. They're that's showing amazing. promise. Oh yeah. Um, but that's my reaction. Baker sucks. The Patriots are really good. All right, there it is. Crimson Cowboy putting sorry quarterbacks on blast since 2019 <laughs> on the Fourth and Short podcast. All right, so I am going to react really to a game that took place at the end of Week Nine, but because it was the Monday night game, we didn't get to talk about it. The Bears-Steelers game to finish out week nine. Steelers win that game 27-24 to in a game they probably had no business winning, despite the fact that as we recorded last week, they were up big. I said they were going to win. They allowed the Bears to come in. And I'm going to say it, thanks to the officials, we were able to win that game. Because that was the worst officiated game I have probably ever seen in my life topped off by the bogus taunting call on Cassius Marsh to set the bears or to get the Steelers a first down and continue a drive uh, that they were able to run out a lot of the clock on. Uh, He sacks Roethlisberger makes a great play after just being called off the practice squad He takes three steps towards the Steelers' sideline within the hash at the middle of the field, looks at them without saying anything, and is flagged for taunting. What are we doing, NFL? Uh, That's the worst part of it. The ref intentionally made contact. Oh, yes, and then hip-checked him on the way back by. Just absolutely insane. And not only that. So I don't know if you saw this, but I think it was yesterday. The NFL comes out and acknowledged that there were missed calls in that game but stood by that taunting call to the point that they fined Cassius Marsh $6,000 for looking at the sideline. Yeah, that's... that's, What are you doing? Dude, I don't... You want to talk about fines. Oh, I know. C.D. Lamb Lamb has just been writing checks left and right for... C.D. Lamb, $20,000 for untucked jerseys. Yes, And, and what... Uh, Rogers got twelve thousand for the fourteen thousand. Fourteen, yes. Rogers didn't even get fined half of what CD landed. What are we doing? What <laughs> are we doing, NFL? He got fined like fifteen thousand for waving at. I uh, know. Oh gosh, don't even. Okay. The NFL, like the the whole taunting thing, that'll go away next year. Just it like better. The, it better. Just like right. the the celebrations and all that. It'll right go. now, in the last two seasons not including this one, past two seasons, we had 19 total taunting calls, right? Yeah. This year so far, so far, we're not even done with week 10. 27. Dude, I don't... What are we doing? I don't know what the, like, 
Is it so people don't get their feelings hurt? Like I don't know. They 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 flagged Cam Newton yesterday. Say what you want about Cam Newton, but when he scored his first touchdown, he was pretty hyped up and excited, and he spiked the ball and he yelled, took off his helmet and yelled, "I'm back, I'm back." Which I know the helmet thing. You're not supposed to do that. I think was was the penalty for taunting. Yes. Oh, okay. Because I you're not supposed to remove your helmet. Yes, but it was a taunting penalty. It's like, come on, what what are we doing, NFL? So the taunting calls we've talked about it all year just highlighted by the ridiculous call on on monday night those need to go away and then we've talked about this as well the roughing the passer penalties that all three of us have been calling for the nfl to stop being so 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 petty about these roughing the passer calls we have already this year 83 roughing the passer penalties yeah, 83. We are on pace. Did the math. We're on pace for 152 roughing the passer penalties to the end of this year. That is smashing the record of 136 in 2019. Unless we say there's an extra game, even if we were on a 16 game season, we would still be breaking the record. You, you might as well like hit these quarterbacks with a pillow like that would hurt them worse than some of these see like, and, and what's and, and lest it be said that we want to remove the roughing the passer penalty and and you know at the at the expense of quarterback health I, i'm not saying that because again going back to the monday night game there was an egregious hit on justin fields late driving yeah. him into the ground that should have been called and was not called so yeah. Make uh, up your mind, NFL. Get the calls right. The uh, the one where uh, Javon Holland was blitzing off the edge on Lamar Jackson, and yes. he, he jumped and ch- like gave yes. him a chest bump. Yes. And they, I was like, what? Yeah. Like Lamar Jackson knocked him back. Yes, absolutely. That's what I'm saying. The, this, these have got to stop. It's got to stop. It's it's ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. So NFL, we're putting you on blast. You got to get your officials figured out here because at this point, just give us back the replacement rest from a few years ago. It would be better than what we're having to deal with now. This is garbage. It's 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 affecting know. games. Matt probably doesn't want the replacement rest back. <laughs> probably not. But it's affecting games. It's going to cost a team in a crucial, crucial moment. Obviously, I, I'm convinced that it affected the outcome of Monday night's game. No doubt in my mind. No, I, yeah, I, I completely agree. I think, uh, like, I went back and watched the, the last few minutes of that, and, yeah, the, the Steelers should not have won that no, game. No, we shouldn't have. We shouldn't have. So, get it right, NFL. It's just absolutely insane. So. All right, well, those are our reactions for week number 10. As we have said since the beginning, it's National Clean Out Your Fridge Day. So we've got some cleaning to do. Let's uh, get into it, third and three. Third and three. Trent, is cleaning out your fridge, is that like a once a year thing or do you have like a regular... Is that a part of your regular scheduled cleaning routine in your house? Honestly, like, so for those of you that don't know, uh, my wife is a photographer and she goes out of town. She goes back to Alabama to shoot weddings. Um, 
So when she is gone, I get so bored, uh, her and my daughter, when they're gone, uh, I get so bored that I actually usually clean the house. And I typically, the last couple of times they've been gone, I've cleaned out the fridge. Um, but usually like normal, maybe, maybe once every two months, I don't know, you know, if, if you're eating stuff, you know, typically it doesn't last, but you know, everybody's got that bottle of some kind of condiment that's five years old past the expiration date. Yeah. Or, you know, the, 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 uh, jug of something that's way past expired. And then, for those of you that leave that container of something that's, you know, you know, you know where it is right now. You can picture it in your mind as you're listening to this. You can see it in the back of your fridge right now. It's been there since last holiday season, and you are too scared to even crack the lid to see what it is, lest you release whatever odor is going to come into that, come out of that thing into your fridge or your house. So in honor of you uh, and National Clean Out Your Fridge Day, uh, and so public service announcement, clean out your fridge. It's it's holiday season. You're about to fill it up again. You need space. Sure. Um, we are going to clean out some fridges for the NFL. And so we've gone through and selected some teams and players, coaches, and or position groups, coaching staff, whatever, that need to be cleaned out. So uh, I'm going to go first with some low-hanging fruit. And then, Trent, I'll let you uh, follow up with one. Uh, I'm going to say the Bears need to clean out their head coach because – uh, Matt Nagy need to be gone. He need to be gone. He need to be gone. He need to be gone yesterday. He needs to be gone. If the bears have any hope of overcoming Justin Fields rookiness, uh, they, he need to be gone. If they have any hope of taking advantage of Khalil Mack and that defense, he need to be gone just because he is stinking up an offense that has skill position players and a quarterback that does not fit his offensive mentality. So bears clean out your fridge, get rid of Matt Nagy already. All right. Who are you cleaning out? Well, I kind of already alluded to it, but yes. I'll clean him out. The Browns clean out Baker Mayfield, man. He's like, he's like, and I'm going to say he's a cake. He's that leftover birthday cake that you cover with foil but you accidentally like he it tasted good at first. It was great, you know, cream filling, first round pick, really good cake. Oh man, it's delicious. <laughs> Chef's kiss. But then you put you go and you put it in the fridge and you cover the plate with foil because you didn't have any other kind of container. So you cover it with foil, and when you slide it in there, the foil kind of comes off oh, of the oh yes. And it folds up. So then a couple of weeks later, or in this case, five years later, you go back and you open up that foil and you go to take a bite and your fork won't even stab into that. But it's so freaking disgusting and it's so gross. You don't even want to look at it. You definitely don't want to see it play on a football field. That dude, sucked. he sucked in college. He sucks now. He shouldn't have won the Heisman. He shouldn't be a starting quarterback in the NFL. His birthday cake is probably, if I had to guess, he's like lemon flavored or something. <laughs> so, yeah, get that cake out of the fridge. Oh, that's that's good. I love that. Um, <clears throat> what would you say is one of the worst things to have to clean out of the fridge? Um, so I'm one of those classic like <laughs> my wife if the expiration date is like the day before yeah she will not drink milk me i'll take it out i'll smell it i'm like eh, 
you know, it's okay. And then, oh, is that your Mac that's almost dead? Yeah. Or is it, okay. Sorry, I was like going to plug my, my computer in. Uh -oh. <laughs> so, no, like, but me, like, I'll take the milk out. I'll smell it. I'll, you know, oh, the date was two days ago. I don't really care. Uh, as long as it doesn't taste bad, right? I don't care. <laughs> Uh, same thing with eggs. The eggs are cold. I mean, if the egg isn't even washed off, it gets sit on your counter for months. It's going to be fine if it's in the fridge for a, <laughs> a week after it expires, you know? I, I look at expiration dates as like suggestions. <laughs> so, I mean, as long as the food tastes good, I don't think it's going to, like, I have like an iron stomach. I never get sick. I think Taco Bell has given me food poisoning like three times in my life. <laughs> I will still eat there. So, uh, Taco Bell. But, uh, I was gonna do like a kind of like a uh, another comparison. Um, oh, please do. So I'm a big like I love pickled stuff like pickled sure. uh, pickled eggs. Pick I mean pickles. I mean anything that is pickled, I I love it. Um, so one of the reasons pickles are so great is they last forever. Yeah. Um, so today I was, uh, I was at, a we had this store down the road, the store I told y'all that sells cheese curds. Yeah. I saw a jar of pickled okra and I was like, man, I kind of want some pickled okra. And that got me thinking when you said clean out your fridge day, I was like, huh? So I thought about it and there's always that jar of pickles or pickled okra or, something yep. that you find at like the back corner of the fridge yep. when you clean it out yep. and you grab it and you look at it and you're like, man, there's still like 20 pickles left in here. <laughs> then you look at the expiration and you're like, whoa, it doesn't expire for another three years. <laughs> you're like, but this thing's been in the back corner of my fridge for at least two years. <laughs> so the pickles aren't going anywhere because I mean, they're pickles. They're delicious. So, they, I mean, so I look at that, those pickles, that jar of pickles, to me, are Tom Brady. Yes. Like, so every time you're like, all right, it's time to throw the pickles out. <laughs> like, like this past week or after the Saints game, you're like, dude, I've really got to – maybe these pickles are old. They don't, <laughs> they don't taste as good as they used to. But then you grab them and you open it because you don't you don't go buy pickles because no, you have you're some. At, you're at the store. Your wife's like, "Hey, do we need pickles?" Now nah, we got some. <laughs> you always have some. That's right. So you grab the pickles and then you open them and you're like, "I just want some pickles today." So <laughs> you eat them and then you're like, "Dang, these! Ex I bought these two years ago, but they don't expire for three years, so uh. they're still good." Man, they taste good. But when you initially pick that jar up, you're like, "Ugh." Like these have been in there forever. The jar's kind of like, it's got like, you know, old dried like Hershey's chocolate syrup on it. <laughs> because it, it sat next to the syrup forever. And it like dripped down and it got on the jar of pickles. And sometimes like it gets down around the jar and, you know, you try to pull it off the glass shelf and it won't come <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah, so you have to like get a fork and stick them <laughs> and fry it up. Like that is top the pickles. Tom Brady is an old jar of pickles, but on the inside, that jar is good, and it still holds up after all these years. So, Tom Brady, you're a jar of pickles, so I'm going to pick you up, and I'm going to think about throwing you out, 
but you oh. better be dang sure you're going right back in that fridge. Oh, pick, oh, Pickles Brady. <laughs> Tom Pickles. <laughs> oh, that's good. Um, uh, I, tell me if this is weird or not. My wife, her snack, one of her snacks of choice, shout out to my wife, who will probably never listen to this. Uh, her snack of choice is a bowl of dill pickles and a glass of milk. Yeah, it's disgusting. <laughs> That's what I always say. I was, and she's not pregnant. That's this has been the snack of choice all this time. Okay, uh, I'm gonna say one of the worst things they have to clean out of your fridge is you mentioned eggs, and you're absolutely right. Eggs by themselves, they're fine. They sit there forever, but if one of them break or leak, yeah. oh, that's that's terrible. And so I, I I'm going to give akin to. The broken egg in your fridge that needs to be cleaned out. The 49ers strength and conditioning staff need to be cleaned <laughs> out because that team cannot not be broken. They are either the most eggs. fragile team in the world or their strength and conditioning staff is the worst because last year they were the most injured team in the NFL. This year they're trending that way. seems like all their star players are always hurt at least one time or another during the season. So 49ers, clean out your strength and conditioning coach. Get some men in there. Get some he-men in there. Um, <laughs> I, I also, I, I've, I've, I was going to say this. You, you, you've mentioned the jar of pickles. I think one of the worst things to have, one of the most frustrating things, this is not really disgusting, but one of the most frustrating things to have to clean out of your fridge is that jar of like mayonnaise that has nothing in it. Like, like it's there, but it's just a shell. It's like, who put, <laughs> like, the, who put it back? Who put it back? Why didn't you throw this away? I can't scrape anything more out of this. It's just a shell. It's just, it's just taunting you. Okay. That's that's the Jets and their defensive coaching staff. Robert Sala coming in there. You're supposed to be a defensive mind. Your team suck. 175 points in four games. You should be ashamed of yourself. Throw the jar away. Throw the whole coaching staff away. Get you something new. Get a fresh jar in there. Clean out the fridge, Jets. Oh, brother. This went off the rails real fast. <laughs> this was this was one of our better like uh, parody parody who, segments. Who so. knew? Who yeah. knew? And, uh, so I'm gonna go with one more. Okay, please. And this one's not even really. It's really. It's not that funny. I waste all my funny on Baker Mayfield and then oh, Tom. Hey, it's okay. It's a bring it back. Tom Pickles. Oh, <laughs> uh, Tom Pickles. But uh. <laughs> <laughs> so you know cheese is also very good yeah I, 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 yes 100%. this is literally off the top of my head so oh, okay it's good, not good. even gonna be long uh but you know when cheese gets old what happens to it <laughs> it gets moldy it's moldy man and then you don't want the cheese anymore <laughs> but you know what you, sometimes if it's just that like white cheese you could just brush it or that white mold you could just yep. brush it off yep and it's like, oh, it's cheese again. <laughs> so, all right. First off, folks, when when you're growing up as a single, poor, broke college student, and cheese at Walmart is like six bucks for ten slices, 
you just brush that you just brush that mold off okay? <laughs> i feel like this old moldy cheese is wearing number 12 up in wisconsin oh, there it is and and he's just been getting moldier and moldier <laughs> and every year they're like okay we could we could we could put him on a sandwich finally and get him a receiver but no we're gonna let him sit in the drawer we're just gonna let him sit there and get more mold oh and by the way hey we're gonna we're gonna trade away or we're gonna let go your pieces of bread so we can't even make a grilled cheese out of it bye bye randall cobb like i'm telling like the Packers treat Aaron Rodgers like a moldy piece of cheese. And in this offseason, he, he that mold turned to black mold, so it was bad. <laughs> they were it, hoping it, for some blue cheese magic, but it ain't happening. It was bad. So they took it and they just they just cut a piece, they just cut a chunk out of that cheese. <laughs> that black mold, they just cut it out. And they're like, they're like, we'll make do with this cheese on our sandwich this year. So they brought oh. they brought the bread back. And they're going to try to make a group of keys this year. And you know why? You know why? Because if not, then they're dealing with craft singles that's sitting as the backup. It's yeah. not real <laughs> cheese. Yes. Wrapped in plastic. and Jordan, Jordan craft single love. <laughs> so, oh, man. I hate to rip on Aaron Rodgers so much. Actually, I don't because. Don't hate. Don't hate it. I, I think that he's a, I, he's probably a jerk. Um so, but he also might see, he kind of seems like a cool dude. He didn't send Matt a hundred bucks. So that's true. That's um, true. No, he's a jerk. Yeah, so you jerk. are moldy cheese. Aaron <laughs> uh, you know what? Years ago when I was broken single, I might've brushed the mold off and just kept going, but it, it's too late. And I think he'll be gone next year. So brushing the cheese, throwing it away. All right. Well, <laughs> in honor of National Clean Out Your Fridge Day, clean out your fridge, folks. It's gross. Don't leave that stuff in there. NFL teams, clean out your fridge. All right, let's close this thing out. Fourth and short. <laughs> okay, uh, real quick before we go. Uh, last week, uh, we did our midseason review. We talked about all the picks that we'd made at the beginning of the year, including how Matt did not pick the Patriots and picked the Dolphins instead, and uh, how that compares to where teams are in the playoffs right now. We did not, however, discuss who we picked to go to the Super Bowl. So, uh, Trent, this is what I want to do right now. Just right now, whether it was teams that you picked at the beginning and you want to stick with it, or if you want to completely change, I'm giving you a clean slate right now. Who are you picking right now through nine or 10 games in the NFL? Who's going to the Super Bowl? Cowboys Chiefs. Cowboys Chiefs. Uh, right. and, and if you remember correctly, my realistic pick was Buccaneers Chiefs. You did. And my fantasy pick was Cowboys Chiefs. You did. Cowboys Chiefs. Okay. All right. For real, for real, Cowboys Chiefs. All right. And we got a uh, Super Bowl preview this week. That's very true. We do. We'll have to see how that goes down. All right. I'm going to go. I'm going to stick with who I said at the beginning of the year. I'm going to go with Bucks Chiefs. I'm going to go with Bucks Chiefs. I mean, it's chalk, but I mean, that's nothing has been chalk this year in the NFL. So, true. so I'm going to go with Bucks Chiefs. Uh, we're going to stick with that. Okay. And then before we go, what is if you could see any Super Bowl? Maybe it is Cowboys Chiefs, but if you could see any Super Bowl matchup this year, 
who would you like to see? Uh, the Cowboys versus anybody. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you can't pick the Cowboys. Uh, hmm. That's tough. Um, I'd have to go with. I'll give you mine while you're thinking about it. If okay. I can see any Super Bowl matchup, I don't even like. Obviously, I want to see the Steelers go and beat anybody. Like you want to see the Cowboys go and beat anybody. But if I had to pick other than that, Patriots, Bucks, dude, I, I kid you not, I was just thinking that. That's exactly what I, it's got to be. I was like, I was like, man, I kind of want to say Patriots, Bucks. But I don't want to seem like too much of a Mac Jones fanboy. Oh no, no, no! It's not just Mac Jones. It's Bill against Tom Pickles. And dude, if they played right now, the Patriots would dog them. Oh yeah, yeah, they would. In a neutral site game. Hmm. Yeah. So that's that. That would be fantastic. I, I, the world would explode though if Tom Brady had to play Bill Belichick in the Super Bowl. It would be amazing. In all honesty, it is a possibility. It really is. It really is. We'll see what happens there. So, all right. Well, that is going to just about do us for tonight, this week's episode of The Fourth and Short. Make sure you tune back in next week. Cheesehead will be back with us. Thanksgiving episode next week. And uh, we're going to be ready to be thankful. Um, Cowboys got three games in 12 days coming up. Oh boy, they better be eating that turkey. It's it's the most wonderful time of the year. It's very true. That's going to do it for us tonight. Peace out. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Fourth and Short Podcast. Join the conversation and follow us on Instagram at Fourth and Short Podcast.